Good morning, good afternoon, good night. This is the Hungry Athlete Podcast. I'm your coach, Chaz Guerra Ogis. Um, and we're here to fuel your hunger. Um, whether you play football, whether you play basketball, whether you swim, whether you play track, soccer, whether you're an athlete in the arts, whether you're an athlete in the library, this podcast is for you. Um, this podcast is the first episode of my Hungry Athlete episode. Um, my Hungry Athlete series, what we're going to be doing is talking about the keys to being a hungry athlete. So I'm going to be using historical examples. I'm going to be using examples from my life. I've been through, what is it, 10 years of swimming. I swam all through middle school, all through high school. I played football all my life from elementary to high school. And I, right now, I currently coach a swim team. I coach at MIT. There's different things where I have these knowledge. I have experience as to where I can help guide you to where you need to be. And the first, the first thing, the first key to being a strong, hungry athlete is to develop your purpose. One must develop a reason that they do their sport. You have to figure out why you do your sport and what drives you every day, what's going to make you wake up, what's going to keep you up at night, what's going to keep you up when you're at school. Um, for example, in the 2012, when the 2002 World Junior Championships for Usain Bolt, he put his shoes on the wrong foot. And th- despite him winning the race, he vowed to never let his nerves get over him. That was a strong reason that fueled his purpose. When you find your purpose, it might just be that you like the sport. It might be that your brother liked the sport and you you had a similar interest. But after a while, you have to tell your interest to really fuel like why, like why do I do my things? Why do I play the sport? Why do I play football? Why am I a quarterback? There's different things to to discover that, and that's just by going to practice and figuring out your sport. And a number two. Number two to being a hungry athlete is to find your inspiration and find your rival. Once you find your inspiration or rival, for example, in swimming, my inspiration at the time was Michael Phelps and Cullen Jones. Michael Phelps, he was the greatest swimmer in the world. He is the greatest swimmer in the world currently when I was in high school. And Cullen Jones, he was the first black swimmer that I ever seen on the Olympic stage. It was crazy just seeing him. I actually met him on two occasions at swim camps, which fueled my inspiration even more. So getting close to your rivals, that's important. But your rival can either be the person at your swim team or your track team that's just faster than you. When you find somebody that's better than you in your sport, they're going to be the person they're going to be the person that pushes you towards your limit. What you have to do is called closing the gap. And the interview I seen with Snoop Dogg, he he explained this you have a gap. There's a gap between of skill between you and that person. Once you work and fill that gap, once you get better, you you achieve a new level. You leave, achieve a new level of expertise. And after you get to that level, you have to find a new inspiration. You have to break new barriers. What's what the sport is about, it's about breaking barriers every single day. That's what being human's about. We have to break barriers every day, no matter what. Um so learn about different unorthodox styles in your field, whether it's you're a quarterback and you're, you're good in the pocket, 
and you're good at throwing the ball, or if you're if you're a quarterback now, what's more useful, for example, like Patrick Mahomes, we have unorthodox styles of throwing where he doesn't even look at you anymore. He's just passing the ball, and teams adjust to that. Teams adjust to those new different styles of cultures. Like, for example, when I was in middle school and high school, Randy Moss was huge because you couldn't catch him once he bellied out. It's just like these different these different um, athletes, the different stars, they revolutionized, they revolutionized the game in order to, you know, <laughs> mess people up. Um, so I'm going to move on now to number three. Number three is develop a healthy team culture. Um, a family that eats together wins together. You have to make sure that in your, it's on your team, everybody is pushing each other and everybody has a similar goal. For a high school football team, you guys should all be you, everybody, everybody on the team should be aiming towards uh, a record that reflects no losses. Whether it's 12-0, 15-0, it doesn't matter. You need to be thinking about no losses. How do we beat the enemy every single time? And being the enemy is by beating yourselves. And it comes to accountability. It comes to making sure that your team members have, you know, they have their work done, and that they have their personal life done, or they, they have to get their job done. You have to make sure that everybody on your team, they feel healthy, that they're doing well, whether it's with school, whether it's at home, whether it's with the girls or the boys, whatever you do, make sure that your your team is well, because when your team is well, you guys go far. There's a saying that says, if you want to go fast, go alone, but if you want to go far, go together. There's no, in a team sport, there is no going alone. You have to go together. So make sure that you develop a good team culture. Whoever you're with, spread this with your friends. Make sure that they know that you all have to be hungry. You're going to be a healthy team. You're going to be a hungry team. And once you realize that when you guys have the same aspirations to aspire to, you guys are going to go completely far. Have your friends, have friends push you. If you feel like your friends don't push you, you might have to find some new friends or a new group on the team. I know especially in the football team, there are different cliques, so the the linemen hang out with the linemen. You know, the backs hang out with the backs. The quarterback and the center, they be chilling for a little while. Make sure you guys push each other. Make sure you guys are aspiring to knock, knock out whoever you're going to play next week. Look at film together. Eat together. Make sure you're not drinking sodas and stuff together. You got to make sure that you keep your heart, your mind, your body straight. And that's by being a good team, being good friends. And number four, always, always do your best. Every day is a struggle, but every day is a blessing too. So every day you wake up, thank God, thank whoever you need to thank for waking you up. Thank your parents, thank your friends, thank your dog, whoever you need to thank. Thank them for waking up. And go on your bet. Go about your day and do your best. No matter what you do in practice, do your best. If you don't do your best in practice, there's no way you can find out your true potential in the full game. If you're only given a 75 in in a in practice, I guarantee you, and I guarantee you, you're only gonna give a threshold of between 80 to 90 percent in the game. And I'm gonna say that again. If you're only given 75 percent in practice. Your threshold in a game is between 80 and 90%. You mentally can't you can't reach that point of pushing yourself 
in just a game because you don't know what it's like. You don't know what it's like to be in that zone. So in practice, it is pertinent that you push yourself to where your body is screaming at you, to where your mind is telling you to stop, to where everything else and everything in you is telling you no, but your will tells you to keep on going. Always do your best. For a swimmer, I understand this is completely, this is hard for the track players. This might be hard when you can't run, when you can't move your arms anymore. Keep going. Listen to your coach. Listen to your friends. If you keep on going, you will push your body to limits. And listen to your body also. Make sure that you're not overexerting yourself. But when it comes down to it, if you don't do your best in practice, there's no way you can do your best in a game. and There's no way you can beat an opponent that's that's hungrier than you. You got to think about it this way. If your opponent is trying their best in practice and kicking their butt every day and you're not and you're spending days off and you're spending days eating Twinkies, you're going to get put on your butt figuratively or meta- figuratively or ri- literally. And I say that to say you, your best season, your best off season is your best season. I remember a year when I had, <laughs> to be honest, I had lost my summer job and I went to Florida to visit my uncle. And every day in Florida, I had nothing to do. There were this was back when you know Twitter, Twitter was hot, but I had a flip phone, so you can't really be on Twitter from your phone. So I was on my little. It wasn't even a flip phone; it was a slide phone. We had slide phones back in like. Back in that time, not time, but like eight years ago, seven years ago. Yeah, so I had my slide phone. I couldn't really use it. I was in my uncle's crib. I was in my grandmother's crib. And every day it'd be push-ups, planks, running outside in the hot Florida Florida heat. I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. So, you know, when it gets down to October, you know, the season, it gets kind of hard to run outside. But, you know, during that off-season, I spent more then eight hours a day working on my mind and my body. I was reading. I was I was meditating. I was praying with my with my family. I was spending time with my family. And all in all that, I bred a beast in me. I was angry when I had gotten fired, and I used that motivation to push myself, to push my body, to really make sure that you know I don't feel that pain anymore emotionally. I'm never gonna feel that pain or that anger emotionally because anything that would have happened would have been my fault. Any reaction, anything I do has an effect. And once you realize that, once you put that into your sport, man, when you go far, you will go much greater distance. So when you're doing that, when you're doing your best in your off season, that'll come to you in the in the in the main season and you're gonna be thankful for that. So treat your off season just like a regular season. And remember your inspiration, remember your rivals when it all hurts. When this stuff hurts, you got to be able to visualize victory. You got to be able to smile and think about the accomplishments or the accolades that you're going to receive, whether it's a gold medal, whether it's a, a record that your relay race gets, whether it's the whole team together eating because you guys got, you know, you guys are five and oh, who knows? Think about those inspirations. Think about your team. Think about victory. Always. And number five. And number five, this is for the people that are actually listening. This is, this is for the people that are going to appreciate this. Number five is the most important. Treat your body right. Drink plenty of water. 
When you wake up in the morning, drink water. Actually, if you haven't drank water in the past half hour, I want you to stop what you're doing, pause this, and get some water and sip it. Sip some water right now. When you wake up in the morning, drink two cups of water. When you go to sleep, drink two cups of water. Before you go to practice, drink three cups of water. After you leave practice, drink three cups of water. You want to be able to hydrate your body. We are... 90% 90% water. I could be wrong. Who knows? I know we're a lot of water, though. But you need to drink water. Fine teas. When you have different teas in your system, such as green tea. I like green tea in the morning. It has caffeine in it. It works your metabolism out. It gets you right. If you want to work on burning fat, it gets you down to... It burns down fat easier. And I drink chamomile tea at night. Chamomile tea, it stretches out your blood vessels. Not stretches out, but it... Opens up your blood vessels so that you can, you know, you can, your blood's flowing more right. Oxygen's flowing through your blood more. It's just stuff that helps your body. You want to heal your body. Think of your food as medicine. If you don't think of your food as medicine, you're going to need medicine to eat your food. So eat plenty of food, fruits, eat plenty of vegetables. You want to have oranges before practice, citruses. You want to have potassium after practices, potassiums promote your your muscle growth they help you to not have cramps such as bananas apples these things help you out to make sure that you're not your body isn't failing so think about all your food as medicine so what i want you to think of is all these sodas cut it the beer if you're drinking beer as an athlete cut it if you are smoking cut it if you are how do I say this? There's other things. If you're eating bags of chips, cut it. All these things are not meant for you. These goodies, these cookies. Treat yourself to a cookie on a Sunday. Yeah. After you win a game. For sure. But don't be eating cookies before practice and brownies before practice. This is to my swimmers that I coach too. Make sure that you have the electrolytes after practice. When you have the electrolytes, there's Gatorades, there's Powerades. Make sure you minimize the sugars. Minimize minimize sugars. Always minimize sugars. Sugars are not good for you. If anybody told you sugar is good for you, they're wrong. Minimize sugars. Increase electrolytes after practice. Drink plenty of water. Drink water right now. Drink water. Drink water. And finally, meditate and pray. That's This isn't treating your body right. When you meditate, clear your mind. Do whatever you need to do. Find a quiet space, whether it's for five minutes, whether it's for 10 minutes, 15. If you need to start out with five minutes, start with five minutes and then work your way up to 10 minutes, work your way up to 15 minutes. Work on breathing, work on clearing your mind, find yourself a headspace, use different apps. I know when I started um, meditating, I started using an app called Headspace. I'll endorse that. Shoot, send me some money there if you want Headspace. But... Make sure that you're treating your body right. Find a time to clear your thoughts. Find a time to visualize success. Like I said, find a time to visualize victory. Find a time to remember what you do this for. We're all hungry athletes. We all have a reason. We all have a need to to find ourselves, to push ourselves to our best abilities. My goal is that by the end of this series, that you will be a hungry athlete, that your whole team will be hungry athletes, and that you guys will all be going to victory. 
whether you guys are against each other, whether you guys are against yourselves, you got to fight the battle every single day. I don't want you to lose faith. So I'm going to close this podcast with saying, have faith in yourself. Always do your best. Remember the five that I said. I'm going to start out with, you have to have, find a purpose. Find out your purpose. Think about your why. Number two, find your inspiration. Make a rival with somebody. Number three, develop a healthy team culture. Look out for each other. Number four, always do your best, whether in practice or in the game. And number five, treat your body right. Thank you for listening to this podcast. My name is Chaz Guerrero Gs. I'm your coach. Follow me on Instagram, Noble C. Guerra. Follow me on Twitter, Noble C. Guerra. Um, I'm going to upload this podcast. Um, I don't know where. Hopefully everywhere. And hopefully everybody hears this one day. And, yeah, this is the beginning of a great thing. Stay hungry.